It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Monday, December 5th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the BNS 20 Minutes or Less Pisscast. And welcome back after uh, another uh, long weekend away, Shauna. How are you feeling? Feeling great. Yeah? Yeah. What'd you do? Awesome weekend on Banff. I went uh, snowboarding on Saturday. Um, I actually bid on this weekend through our X929 auction before COVID. And so it was a weekend where it was two nights stay, two lift tickets, uh, lunches and dinners provided. And it was all thanks to Ban- like Banff Avenue Brewing Company put it, okay. put it up. And it was awesome. They it got pushed off because of COVID, right? Yes. And then it finally happened and they uh, like covered every single drink and piece of food I ate. It, the whole point was like, they're like, you don't open your wallet this whole weekend. So it was great. Yeah. Wow. Super fun. Very nice. And you'd paid for it years ago. I did. So, so it was basically like it didn't like cost free. anything. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. What well, that's you? nice. Uh, yeah, we had a great weekend. My buddy had a Christmas dinner, went there on the weekend, spent some time with the boys, got some work done. We, we went skating at the lake yesterday. Oh, that's awesome. And it was so, my boys aren't great skaters, like they're just kind of learning. Yeah. And I was like, trying to pump them up. I was like, okay, so you're not going to get it right away. Like, it's okay if you fall. It's okay if it's going to take a few times. And, and they both did great and they had a good time. And it's kind of cool. When I was growing up, I was, so I'm a Boston Bruins fan. When I was growing up, I would wear basically only Boston Bruins jerseys. Like every day I'd have a different Boston Bruins jersey that I wore to school. Right. So I dug through, you know, my old things and pulled all these jerseys out and some of them fit my boys now. So it was pretty cool to see my kids skating out there on the lake. In like your bru- in old my Bruins old jerseys? Bruins That's jerseys, cool. Which it was pretty special. So awesome. I'm hoping that they their enthusiasm stays up for it and we can keep going throughout the year because I think you know by the end of the winter they'll be they'll be great skaters then and totally we'll have so much fun with it. On today's show, uh, several people sent us this story about how Pat Tabler is stepping away from the Blue Jays broadcasts. So sad. We had to say a few words in eulogy for Tabby. Of course. Uh, They're going to argue the goat of Christmas movies. Uh, and then lots of stuff that you submitted to us. A, a very Terry truck that someone spotted. <laughs> some f- ton of Fortune 500. Some white girl quotes. Uh, we have an update on the dude who broke his penis. Got <laughs> to keep you updated that. on that. Um... Someone that Shauna knows has to go to jail for a bit, and they were given several options as to how they serve their sentence, and we kind of argued over which the better and worse would be. Uh, what else do we got? Bringing someone home to your place when it's gross, or going home with someone to their gross place. I'm sure everybody's got a story about that. Little Victories. Here's a segment we haven't done for a while. That's back. Yeah. Uh, and quite a quite a solid laugh to start the show after your out-of-context clip of the show. <laughs> BNS in 20 minutes or less. I met someone on the weekend back there who had a had a nose whistle. <laughs> and I I don't know if they always have this nose whistle or if they're just really congested, but every time they'd breathe, there would be this little squeak that came from their nose. It was this whistle, and it was very distracting. And I did I was just like, what do you do with a nose whistle? Like it that would really uh, suck. Like, can you imagine having a full-time nose whistle? That'd be awful. Like, that'd be so. Trying to watch a movie with that person oh or something. God. Just... Right. Like you know how uh, there was always the runny nose kid growing up, and sometimes the runny nose kid would get a nose whistle, right? Because there'd be something in there, and you just and you yeah. just hear that from the nose, and you're like, oh my god, can you can you do something about that? Figure it out. But, or do you know any just like real audible breathers? Yes. Well, People that's, who are just like struggling to breathe. Yes. 
And that's how it starts. Okay? And then I think sometimes it escalates into a nose whistle from there, right? And you're, you're like, right. oh my God. Bit of congestion. You block that passage just a little and then you've got you got the air squealing through it. Do you, if you had a permanent nose whistle though, and I, I do feel bad because I know some people have like nasal issues yep. and, and maybe it's yep. a permanent thing. Do you think you could hone that thing in though so you could maybe play a tune with it or... <laughs> Could you like tighten up your nostril and loosen it up a bit and actually do a little tune? Because be okay with it. Just oh a, my god, is that funny? You're at a party. Okay. <laughs> Someone's got a nose whistle. Like, listen to this though, okay? <laughs> the, the whistle might be annoying, but I can play you jingle bells. Do you take, do you take requests? <laughs> can you do Spanish fleet with your nose okay, whistle, please? Question, sir. If I hold a harmonica up to your nose whistle. <laughs> If I had a bad nose whistle, oh, and you know what was I funny? So I, on occasion, I've like listened back to our, our like our show, and I've heard like a little nose whistle, and I don't know if it's coming from me or you, but it was obviously just temporary. It's not a full time thing. <laughs> I think you would get fired if we had a full time nose whistle. <laughs> it's like yeah, unless you could really hone in the talent. And I said, well, the only nose whistle in all of radio. Can you hear what she does with that thing? Or either get, either get that deviated septum fixed or get off the air. Those are your <laughs> options, okay? Okay, but what if I can learn to play harmonica with it, okay? <laughs> Would that be okay? Or... Oh, my God, okay? V and S in 20 minutes or less. Little Victories. Little oh. Victories, Sean. Remember Little Victories? I forgot about Little Victories. I kind of forgot about Little Victories, too. Friend of the show, Andrew, man, messaged it, and we were talking about joy snacks the other day. Like, yes. just little things you can do throughout the day. Little moments of, like, appreciation that yep. can, you know, add to your overall happiness and well-being. Mm-hmm. And he said you should call Little Victories joy snacks. They both they both work. They totally do. They both yeah. work good. This is a this was a post that a friend, uh, actually an old classmate of mine, made on Facebook, and he said, "Recently, I've gotten into a new habit of buying five dollar bouquets of flowers and untying one of my shoes as I walk out of the store. When I see an older lady, I ask if she can do me the favor of holding them because I don't want the flowers to get wrecked, setting them on the ground while I tie my shoe. Usually, they say something about how beautiful the flowers are and ask who they are for, and then I yell, "You beautiful!" and I run away like Johnny Depp would in Pirates of the Caribbean." Caribbean. Well, that's a lovely <laughs> thing to do. I was like, that's both funny and yes. awesome. Like, That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Five bucks totally. makes someone's day. I bet the woman would be beaming for the rest of the day because Absolutely. of that little gesture, that little victory, that little snack of joy, Sean. Oh, I love that. Little joy snack. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Where's the most embarrassing place you or your buddies have brought a girl home to? <laughs> think on this for a second yeah i don't know how i got thinking about this but i was thinking about the harry potter's closet that i used to live in in toronto <laughs> and how first of all it was it was a, a closet that a roommate and i kind of crammed into because we couldn't afford anything else and i brought a guy home there once and the room was so small like it, there were things stacked everywhere because there was there was no closet it was not meant to be a house that people even live in to begin with and then i was thinking i was like i brought somebody back to that place there were like dishes stacked i remember in the we had just finished exams, so the place was normally cleaner. This time it was like uh, things were disgusting. Mm-hmm. And I brought somebody back, and I was like, what is wrong with you? I would never, ever show a place that looked like that to anybody. How old were you at the time? The first year of university? What would that Yeah. Be? Yeah. So, like, 19? Yeah. yeah. 18, I think. Yeah. 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 I just don't think people cared as much then, no. right? No. 
I got, I did get thinking about all the mattresses on the floor too. A like lot of floor mattresses. A lot of floor mattresses. Yeah. Uh, the most disturbing though was a friend of mine who lived in this dungeon room that we lived in in Regina. And it was in, <laughs> it was in a basement. The basement was unfinished and pure concrete. There was a hole in the floor where the sump pump was to pump the swamp, the swamp water right out there, right? That was in the middle of the floor. And then he had a whole bunch of McDonald's bags stacked up in one corner <laughs> because he just never bothered to throw them out. I knew a guy in Regina who also lived in an unfinished basement. And it was just like, it was scary. Like he was like right by the furnace. Was He was like in the mechanical room was his bed. Did he bring and a girl home to that too? He was dating like one of the hottest girls oh ever. Oh my God. See, this is what I can't figure out. My friend invited girls home. And I was like... And I would walk by the dungeon? the dungeon room where there's a whole, it looks like a prison toilet in the middle of the room where the sump pump was and he has these McDonald's and I'm like, you brought, you brought somebody home and of course the mattress was on the floor. Yeah. He had nothing else in there. Unfinished basement. Unfinished basement. Bugs and stuff. What is... So when you asked me this question, I didn't even I didn't even have to think on it. I know the answer for sure. One of my best buddies used to live in a house that they called Pooh Hill. Oh no. And I'll get to that in a minute. But in this house, they were, as he calls it, living on the power play, <laughs> meaning they had more people in the house than they had rooms. Right. Yeah. So his his mattress was in the hallway. It was just like... Oh, my God. Wherever he could find room, he'd throw his mattress down, and that's where he stayed, because there was like four bedrooms and five guys in this house living on the power play. Um, and there was a problem with their plumbing. And the landlord like looked into it. They like had the city come in. They just couldn't figure out why the toilets wouldn't flush in this house. So I remember hearing about this. So what they did, and again, these guys were young at the time. They, if anybody had to go to the bathroom there, they would open a grocery bag on the floor and then hold themselves using the door frame of the bathroom and try to hit the grocery bag. And then they'd tie that up, open the back door, and fire it into the backyard. And that's why they called it Pooh Hill, because there was just this like mountain of bags and their their rear neighbor was Mika Kippersoff. Oh my god. <laughs> Who probably paid a lot for his place and uh, then there's this Pooh gross Hill. rental called Pooh Hill across the fence. Like have they checked on that place recently because I think that it's probably cordoned off and they have to do some sort of like there's no way that that's good for Yeah. Like just you all this human waste in just Pooh Hill. You know and then the water comes and it washes the rain back toward the house <laughs> off Pooh Hill. Oh my god. But he would bring girls home what is, to Pooh Hill. Who would to sleep on the mattress in the hallway? I would take with one no look at Pooh Hill and be like, I am no, no. The BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. I'm scandalized by that story. <laughs> Pooh Hill? <laughs> Pooh Hill, man. It makes me think, and this is nothing against your buddies, but they, the girls they must have been bringing home were for sure drunk because no sober girl would sleep on a mattress in a hallway with no working toilet. I think everybody was drunk, and I yeah. don't think they were the finest quality women they were bringing back no. either. Like, that, well, that's, yeah. I think yeah. everyone was just exactly. living in squalor. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, man. How about you? What's your answer to that question? What's the, what's well, the grossest place you've ever brought someone back to or been to? See, this is the thing. I've, yeah, I've been to one that was, and it just, his room was just, like, so messy, clothes everywhere, bed unmade, like, smelled bad. The rest of the house was fine, but his bedroom was absolutely disgusting. Gross. Let me tell you, when you bring someone back to a place like that, they tell their friends. That's the thing about small towns. Like, if you get, you know, but I guess, again, slim picking, so it doesn't matter, you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> Where did you, so did you I go with it? Go back to that place again. No. Did you go through with it though, or was it? Were, were you in too deep? Yeah, I was in too deep. Yeah, that's we the worst part. Dating, like it wasn't even just like we were dating. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, but yeah. we broke up shortly thereafter. I was like, we're not on the same page. No. Yeah, it sounded I'm like that guy needed to get his stuff together. <laughs> yeah. 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 You gotta figure your. Yeah. yeah. No. But. Did you have to shit in a bag there, or could you use the toilet? Yeah, no. Well, I didn't use the toilet. Yes, no, I could use the toilet, so... Did you fall into the hole that looks like a prison toilet in the middle of the room? Oh, my God. You know what? My house has a sump pump similar to that. It's not in the middle, but... It's an open sump pump. This was in his room. It It was in his room. Like, you know where you wouldn't be embarrassed to bring someone home? In a Shane home. In a Shane home's quicker possession duplex. Assuming you've kept it clean. I mean, they are beautiful, but I mean, if you you could trash any place, if you want, it's true. Please Uh, don't. Starting from the 490s, these 1,624 square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next level soundproofing. For more info, visit ShaneHomes.com. Shane Homes is the better way to build. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was sent some strong white girl Christmas uh, phrases. Oh, phenomenal. A friend of the show, Haley. Very, very strong stuff. Great. Um. All right, we'll start here. This is this one you see often. I think this is actually even in our house somewhere. Okay. Dear Santa, I can explain. Oh, Ooh, so this cheeky. A, this is on a throw pillow. So cheeky. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've been oh, bad so this year. Bad. <laughs> so I can, I can explain why. I've been so bad. Okay. Um, baby, Good. all I want for Christmas is shoes. <sighs> That's... That's a stinker. Okay. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. a play on the Mariah Carey song, too, yep. which just adds to it. Oh, yeah. That's really good. <laughs> and here's wow. the save the best for last, okay. I think. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, but if the white runs out, I'll drink red. Oh, my God. That is a home <laughs> run of a Christmas white girl singing. It's got the wine in there. It's holy and hell. And you didn't know where it was going in the first wow, half, did you? I didn't you? know. And that, of course, is stenciled on a piece of barnwood oh, there. Oh, so, that's great. Man, those are super strong. So Haley said these. she was at her mom's house for Christmas baking, and these were... Yep. These were on display there. Wow. Phenomenal. How three for three phenomenal. Like how many eyeless Etsy Christmas gnomes out of ten would you give those ones? <laughs> What's an eyeless Etsy Christmas gnome? Oh, if you have them, you know. If you're a white girl, you, they're those ones that are like a tree and then they have the big pointy hats and everybody's got them in their houses what do I right search? now. Eyeless Christmas gnome. I'm sure it'll pop up. Eyeless Christmas. I don't think I've ever seen these. No? Okay. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah, with the hat yeah, pulled yeah. down over its eyes. Hey, because it's a big nose cheeky. sticking out. Oh, yeah, those are beautiful. Everybody has... Uh, how many flocked Christmas trees out of 10? Is that the ones kind of dusted? Yes, flocked. Mm. Learned that term. Everybody's got flocked trees. You can flock your own tree. I think these are 10 out of 10. Okay, these are phenomenal. V and S in 20 minutes or less. Well, I have an update for you on a friend who broke his pecker. Um, for those of you who yeah, missed you the probably, first time around. <laughs> your friend who skinnamarinked his dink, you he, should probably update us. <laughs> so, yeah, um, what he did is he tripped and fell in the morning. In the morning is important. It story. is important. Just think about that. <laughs> and he actually broke his beef piston. So, um, <laughs> the update here. I shouldn't laugh. It's no. just horrific. I feel so bad for the guy. What a freak accident. It was a freak accident. And he has been updating everybody because, of course, 
everyone found out, like his friends, and everybody's like, well, we need to know how you're doing because, again, this is just such an extreme, <laughs> insane thing that everybody's like, please update. So he's been updating. So um, he was finally able to take out the catheter. And, oh, no. Oh, yeah. And use the bathroom <sighs> alone for the first time. So that's good. Uh, apparently, he still has another four weeks until his wood buffalo is fully healed. So he still has to take it easy and, like, wash out for... You mentioned that he was in a sling. And he was. That, uh, our imaginations kind of ran wild with that. What does a, a sling look like? But is he still in the sling? No, he's okay, okay. to retire the schlong his, sling, his as sandworm, I call it. His, his sandworm doesn't need that support anymore. No, his That's lethal good. weapon does not need to be held up by that thing. I was thinking, though, I was like, man, if I was him, I'd... You gotta frame that thing or something. Like the yeah, sling. Yeah, like just because yeah. of how ridiculous this whole ordeal is. You know, you really have to just take this with grace. Like, and has the National Film oh Board considered God. like maybe shooting a documentary on what they happened might have here? Because yeah. it's the first I've ever heard of someone breaking their Frenchman. I know. Other than during, you yes. know, I've heard we've all heard those stories, mm-hmm. but nope. <laughs> No, his beef spear fully is broken, and it's something that nobody had even known. Like, it, yeah, you hear the legends of it, or is it joke about it, yeah. and things, and this actually happened to him. So I don't know. I was like, do you, yeah, do you write a book about it, or so another four a feature <laughs> film, or another four weeks until he's allowed to what? Go back uh, in the wild. Yes, like, yes, until he's allowed to engage back into the forest of darkness there. And um, wow, yeah, yeah. So anyway, he's doing well. That'll be an emotional time for it, him. Oh my it, god. Like, this poor fella. Yeah. The doctors do say, though, that his Wrangler is healing well. So they're saying that, like, he's doing really well in the healing process. And uh, so that's that's good. That is good. Poor guy. Get his Matthew Schneider back up to 100%. Oh, yeah. He, oh, my God. <laughs> we, should, we should start a GoFundMe for this guy. Like, we should. He, he needs it. <laughs> Just treat yourself, man. Do whatever you want with this money. You've yeah. been through it. You have been through it. I mean, luckily he's able to work from home and it hasn't suffered work-wise. Because can you imagine, like, if he had a physical job or something, he'd have to just be laid up because of... (laughs) of Does he know that we've been talking about it this whole time? He doesn't doesn't know. No, I was thinking of sending him a message and being like, by the way, thank you for the updates because this is great content for us. But I'm I'm glad your pork sword is doing better. I really am. Calgary is... We're all... (laughs) He's up to date on your slick willy there. And we're all rooting for you. DNS in 20 minutes or less. I have so many Fortune 500 businesses to get to, Shauna, that okay. have been submitted by friends of this show. So this well, it's is- so funny. Thursday, we got a whole bunch of them, and then I was yeah. away, and I was like, okay, good. I'm glad you didn't cover them without me. I well, I was going to do all. it on Friday, but then I didn't have access to my notes, so I couldn't do it. So now you're here. Okay, great. So this is great. I'm good with this, because I want to hear them. Uh, okay, we'll start with a friend of the show, Jed, who sent it. A, there's a fitness supply store here in Calgary called Bells of Steel. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Simple. That's just fantastic. Especially like when you only have to change like one letter. Totally. Bells from, from Those balls. Are the best. And you got yep. yourself a, a great pun name there. Great. Um, this is from friend of the show, Rob. He said there's a chef in town offering a Christmas turkey dinner package called All About That Based. <laughs> oh, that's great. Very, very clean. That's very yeah, nice. Again, I want that. I'm looking into that, actually. Tweak yeah. one, little, uh, one yep. little sound and away you go. Love it. From front of the show, Taylor, another one from the world of dogs. There's a dog walking company called The Crate Escape. Where, where did all these come from? I don't know. These are great. And how They're it, all awesome. None of these have been submitted before. Yeah. Um, and especially, like, that one makes so much sense too, right? Mm-hmm. You could hire this dog walking company or you yep. can crate your dog. What are you going to do? Yep. Um, 
Friend of the show, Berkeley, said there's a, uh, a, a, a truck company that they, they, they haul stuff. They haul fluid and pressure trucks and that. Yep. Uh, up in Red Deer called Holland Acid. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, that's too. a good one. Holland Acid. Wow. This is from friend of the show, Derek. These they're, are all home runs. I know. And there's just so many of them. There's uh, an eyelash business up on Edmonton Trail called Lashing Out. Okay. I like that. That's a big, yeah, that's good. I mean, I'm trying to envision getting your lashes done with anger, which wouldn't be good, but yes, lashing out, that's good. That okay. reminds me, I've never even mentioned my wife's lash business, which yeah. is called I Can't Even Lashes. She wanted the whitest white girl saying she could. And she got it. That's I perfect. can't even. Yeah. Lashes. It's amazing. Uh, and then this is an honorable mention. I think you you said you've mentioned this one before, Shauna, but yes. two different people Messaged with a, uh, there's a t- towing business in Moose Jaw, and then I guess there's one around here too called Camel Towing. Yeah. There was one in Regina as well. Wow. So they're just everywhere. Is they're it the everywhere. same company or are they I all I don't like- think so. I think they're all, it's just gaining in popularity these days. Started in Regina though. They actually dropped off when they started in Regina. They dropped, a, I was working at the radio station. They dropped off some merch. So it had like a camel toe and it said camel towing on it. Mm. It was like this Christmas hat they gave me. Beautiful. I still have it. Yeah. Yeah. So camel towing. Every city's got their own camel, camel towing, towing by the sounds of it. So those are uh, some strong Just phenomenal, additions all of them. To the Fortune 500 list of local businesses. VNS in 20 minutes or less. A friend was telling me about somebody he knows who got arrested for fraud recently. It actually kind of a crappy situation because it sounds like his work was doing some really shady things and he was kind of the scapegoat for everything. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, he now has to choose what he wants to do for a sentence. So there's three options. He gets a choice? He gets a choice. So he can pick four months in jail, seven months house arrest, or one year of weekends in jail. Four months in jail, Mm -hmm. seven months house arrest, Yes. or one year of weekends in jail. Yeah. So one year of weekends in jail would be 104 days in jail? Maybe. Which would essentially be... I'm, a, I'm having a hard time with this too. So just like, yeah, three and a half months, three and a bit. Yeah. Okay. So what would you choose? I don't know. I was thinking about that and I was like, oh man. like I think I'd do my best to stay out of jail. Yeah, so prob- true. I'd say seven months health, so house arrest. I have kids too, right? So Of course. Yeah. I suppose it would be a bit different for you. Being at home with them would be better than being in jail. Mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose if you had a job and you had that option... And they were like, okay, you know, if you could continue working, then you'd maybe pick the weekends because then you'd continue working. Could you think of a more depressing year? That's what I mean. You just go to work and then instead of looking forward to the weekend, you look forward to jail? It would be so awful. (laughs) That'd be terrible. You'd be like, I can't wait to get back to work on Monday. But like if I'm not in jail. If your job is rare or something (laughs) and you had to continue your job, like that's the thing I was thinking. I was like, I I would pick four months, I think. That would be my ideal. Like just get get it it over over with. with. And hopefully, I don't know, you'd get off a little early maybe on good behavior. Maybe I don't know. You wouldn't take the house arrest? No. I mean, COVID was basically house arrest for many people. Yeah, and it was awful. Seven was. months of that, no thank you. Not being able to do anything for seven months, but, but being in your own house. Yeah. Like, I don't think jail's a breeze. No, you're right. And the, it's not a huge difference either. Four months in jail, seven months house arrest. It was like, you know, if it was like one month in jail, seven months house arrest, then I'd be like, okay, maybe I'd tough it out for a month in jail. Yeah, I but just But that's not a huge he, difference. No. So I was I was kind of banking on maybe you'd get out a month early or something. So three months in jail. Well, in this I'm, in this scenario, I'm imagining you're serving your full sentence. Yeah. So still though, man, 
Seven months of house arrest. I guess you're right. Like we kind of already dealt did yeah. that once. I just I don't I don't want to do it again. I don't really go anywhere, so oh. I kind of keep pretty close to home as is. Or the weekends, but yeah, then ever no, not the weekends. No, I think that's Every the worst of all of them. For a year, you keep you keep working, but I would almost still I think pick four months in jail. Really, the house arrest again? Wow. Yeah. yeah, but again, I like living alone and not being able. To, no, do Ooh. I get to keep working? Like, do I get to do the show remotely? If I'm on house arrest? That's a good question. Because that would be something to look You're forward right. to. You're right. Then that would be something to, to take that up would, some time. Yeah. That'd be like your connection. Yeah. I already have my prison gym like set up from COVID still. So by far the worst option is the, is the weekends, weekends thing yeah. for sure. Just take yeah. out all joy of your life for one year. Hey man, we're all going up for Might drinks well on Friday. Might as well be in jail. Want to come? Uh, no, I can't. I have to go back to jail. Yeah. Yeah, that's the worst for no. sure. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I got a message from a friend of the show, Andrea, and she said she was following the most Terry truck ever. Oh, yeah. And she wanted to tell me about uh, the stickers and accessories that this truck had. Please tell me. Yeah. And I think this might be a potential Terry of the Month nominee, okay. maybe yeah. for uh, first one for the month of December. Oh, great. Um, but she said, of course, it had like it had a Freedom Convoy sticker, it had an F Trudeau sticker, and it had truck nuts. So those just yep. kind of like... The trifecta? Yeah, just kicking things like right a, off with the, the Terry trifecta. It's the basic package. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. But then uh, it had a sticker that said, I eat milf and cookies. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> yes! Sugar Daddy with a Boat, and Boobies Make Me Smile, Oh my God. and the O's in Boobies were, were boobs. actual boobs. Okay, who is this man, and how can we meet him? He's Terry. Yes. He's uh, I need to, our first nominee for Terry of the Month. I, like, I need to meet him. How do you... That is just <laughs> phenomenal. Like, how do you, first of all, find a sticker that says... I eat milf and cookies. No idea. And then you're like, I'll, yeah, I'll put this on my truck. Does he have his own trucker business? Like, does he make his own truck decals, do you think? Maybe that's Maybe. How and he's just showing you some of his finest work. Oh, my God. That is beautiful. He's like, yeah, these are for sale, by the way. Would you like your own I eat my own milf and cookies sticker? No, or? no, I'm good. Yeah, are you sure? I my kids in that vehicle. I'll give you a sweet deal. <laughs> BNS in 20 minutes or less. Well, it is no, there's no shortage of Christmas movies that are everywhere right now. Mm-hmm. Between the old favorites and the new ones, it's insane. Like, and then the streaming services start pushing them out. Holy and, yeah. crap, yeah. It got me thinking, though, I was I want to make a running list of the best Christmas movies. Okay. So that I can get through them in the next little bit here. But then I got thinking, I was like, what are the best? Like, what's the goat of Christmas movie? Hmm. What's the number one? What would you put up there as number one? I think most people would probably say Home Alone. At least most people our age yeah. would probably say Home Alone. I would I would say right up there would be Home Alone for me. And I'm more of a Home Alone 2 Lost in New York kind of guy. Really? Yeah. I thought, that was the, I thought that was the best of the franchise, yeah. And then after that, it just gets gets gross. Yeah. Right? Then the, yeah, those ones are Three, four, there's like nah, five. Mm-mm. Nah, I don't even consider no, those. No, those are stupid. I was saying, though, like, so the holiday is a big one for me, but that's personally. I know that nobody else would put that as number one. Mm-hmm. But in that same vein, of course, Love Actually yeah. is one that a lot of people will bring up as one of their favorites. But again, that wouldn't be the goat, I don't think. Like, for goats, would it have to be one of the old, like the historical Christmas movies? Like Miracle on 34th Street or whatever? Maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of the old, one of the ones that has stood the test of time. Yeah. Speaking of love actually, like I always loved that movie. Yeah. It's one of the only like romantic movies I would say I That's like. That's the thing. And I saw some guy online the other day with just the most vicious takedown of that movie and he made so many good points 
about like the problems with all the, you know, he like, can't do that with those movies though. Of he's course, like, there's issues. He's like the actual prime minister of the UK is trying to bang one of his assistants, and that's romance. And then they have that exact same scenario, except this guy's trying to bang the help who doesn't speak English, and it's like, yeah, it's all. Okay, well, you can't look at it that way. But that's the one thing about Love Actually that I'd put as a tick for that is that it does. It's it's the one movie that guys will be like, I really like, yeah. even though it's a chick flick. It's It transcends the chick flick Pretty era. Pretty funny. Which is, yeah, which is a big deal, too. So maybe that one? For for me, it would be the, the cartoon Grinch. Oh. The original Grinch. Yeah, what about a Charlie Brown by... Christmas? Mm, yeah, okay. That's a classic, too. It's kind of depressing, though, isn't I it? I know, but it is a classic. Guys mopes around? Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Brown as a whole is a bit depressing, but... I mean, the point, we, he is a very... We still love him. ...dour young man. Him and Eeyore, the depressing... Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, those, again, the original Grinch, Charlie Brown Christmas, those have stood the test of time. I love Elf, too, but I know that's just stupid funny. The highest grossing Christmas movie ever, can you guess? No. It's the uh, the latest version of The Grinch. Oh. The 2018 version, which I actually thought was great. We, I watched it with the boys maybe last year. I thought it was really good. I don't even know if yeah. I've seen it. No, it's good. That's the highest grossing? Yeah, the highest grossing Christmas movie ever. I wouldn't count that the goat, though. It can't be the goat. Can and it? I mean, when you're looking at box office numbers, it's always skewed toward more recent releases totally. because of inflation and just because of how that business works. But Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's tough. This is one of the tougher... I don't know what I would say. Yeah. I don't know if we got in the bottom of this. B and S in 20 minutes or less. Sean, as a Jays fan, I'm sure you saw the news over the weekend that Pat Tabler is finished with the team. It's so sad. He's stepping away from his role as a broadcaster. I know. I'm going to miss this. Like It's going to be so weird not to have him there. He's been a big part of the games for Jays fans for many, yeah. many years. And a big part of this show, too. We've had Buck and Pat on the show for... I know. What, five, six years now? Yeah, I'm going to miss his... Marbles in his mouth sound on the broadcast. It's going to be so weird to not hear him. Like Now you just have Dan Shulman, and I know you're a big big Dan Shulman fan. <sighs> Shauna, oh big Dan Shulman guy. I hate him. <laughs> Sounds like a robot. Figured we should probably say a few words in eulogy. I'm devastated about this. For Pat Tabler, Tabby. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, who better than to deliver that eulogy than his dear friend, Buck Martinez. Yeah. It's a beautiful night at the funeral home, and we are gathered here to remember our dear friend, Pat Tabler, known by those closest to him as Tabby. Tabby's been with the organization for 32 years, first as a player, then as a broadcaster, my partner in the broadcast booth. We'll miss your baseball insight and your slightly creepy commentary on players' bodies. We'll miss the fact that it always sounds like you're sucking on a mint when you speak. We'll miss that magnificent hair. And I'll personally miss your smell, your natural musk. Ashes to ashes, dugout to dugout, thick Dominican baseball ash to thick Dominican baseball ash. Sleep well, my sweet Tabby. Tabby will now perform his own musical tribute. This is long to Pharrell Williams' happy. Cause I am Tabby, come along <laughs> if you feel like my hair is a toupee. Cause I am Tabby. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Hey, hey, what did you learn today? What'd you learn, Shauna? I was in Banff this weekend and we passed those, uh, the wildlife overpasses. Yep. And I got reading about those. So there are 38 total overpasses and underpasses now. 
So in Banff. So I didn't realize that there were so many underpasses as well. So the majority of them are underpasses and there's six of those overpasses that you see. But they they've saved vehicle related deer and elk deaths by 96 percent, which, of course, is crazy and makes perfect sense when you think about it, because, of course, they're it's all gated now. It's tough for them to get across. But uh, I guess there's a lot of people from around the world who now come and they observe Banff to try and do this in their own places. Okay. Um, So in Asia, they've done this for tigers. And so they came to Banff to try and explore how to get tigers safely across like that and to try and save tiger deaths. In uh, howler monkeys in Costa Rica, the same thing. So Mm -hmm. they figured that out through Banff. And then jaguars in Argentina. So these scientists came and studied ours to kind of try and figure out how they can save their own population of whatever animals. Well, not just that. I know that like busy highways are terrible for animal migration, right? It just poses such a threat when they're trying to get from one place to the other. I had also heard, though, that those wildlife overpasses and underpasses are just like predator hotspots. I've heard that, too. I couldn't read anything about that. And I'm like, I don't know if that's because it's true and they don't want you to know. But the fact that so many people internationally have come and and seen Banff means that it can't be that true. Must be working somewhat. Must be working, uh, yeah, to enough of an extent. Or the trade-off is worth it when you consider that against vehicle deaths. True. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I can't believe I didn't know about this, but in 1991, a TV station in Russia, when it was still the Soviet Union, called Leningrad TV, made their own version of Lord of the Rings. And it's... Wow. Super low budget and super crappy. I can't imagine. Um, and it was thought to be lost. And then what the, the, these days that channel is called 5TV, and they found it and posted it last year. And I don't. I can't believe I didn't see this when it happened because I follow like a lot of the Tolkien forums and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just, it's so bad. It's I just. Can't, I'm at, I can't even like envisioning this in my. I can't. No. <laughs> here's the here's the song. This is the opening song. Oh my god. Yeah. Why? Um, and apparently they filmed the whole thing in nine hours. And I haven't watched it yet. I don't know if I will, but I was just clicking through to some of the different scenes. And I wouldn't even know that it was Lord of the Rings they were trying to depict in most oh of these. It looks like really bad Shakespeare or something. It's uh, okay. It's hilarious, but they had their own Soviet version of Lord of the Why? Rings. And you Why? can watch that on YouTube if you want. It's called Cranatelli. Okay. Cranatelli. Just to um, cringe. Go and watch that. If you're a Tolkien fan, um, they do include scenes with Tom Bombadil, which won't make any sense to you, Shauna, no. but it's important to, to fans of the books. Okay. Um, but I, I I don't think you still want to watch it even nope. then. It's, nope. That song was really- plenty. Thank you. That's good. <laughs> You've been listening to the Beyond S in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 minutes or less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.